This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tonight, Brad Pitt says he's on the last leg of his acting career. His revealing new interview, opening up about depression and sobriety. Then, Amber Heard's revenge book. I did the right thing. Her plans for a new tell-all and a career comeback. Plus, Nick Cannon's baby number eight, only we're with model Brie Tiasi, nearly 10 months pregnant. Any minute, we could be having this baby, so he knows he's on call. Then more big exclusives. My dysfunctional family really disturbs me. Kevin Costner, Sly Stallone, and Real Housewife Erica Jane on her embezzlement scandal. I'm fighting, literally, for my life. Plus, E.T.'s backstage at the Westminster Dog Show. What was it? E.T. starts right now, y'all. Brad Pitt breaks his silence, revealing he's lonely. Welcome to Entertainment Tonight. Nichelle Turner is on assignment. We have the Oscar winner opening up like never before in a new tell-all interview. New video, Brad playing with fire, posing in a pond, and candid about his mental health. Quote, I think I spent years with a low-grade depression. That's life, isn't it? You have challenges and you got some uphills to face. Watermelon sugar high. Brad, who's giving us Harry Styles, Ziggy Stardust vibes for his GQ cover story, tells the magazine, I always felt very alone in my life. And it's really not till recently that I've had a greater embrace of my friends and family. How does Brad Pitt relax? Just friends, family, get outside, 
make some things. Another revelation, Brad quit smoking during the pandemic. Cold turkey, quote, I don't have that ability to do just one or two a day. It's not in my makeup. I'm all in and I'm going to drive into the ground. I've lost my privileges. And this is interesting. Remember how Brad quit drinking after his divorce from Angelina and thanked Bradley Cooper. I got sober because of this guy and every day has been happier ever since. Well, Brad tells GQ on stand July 17th, he's now six years sober and spent a year and a half in AA, quote, I had a really cool men's group here that was really private and selective. I gotta get off this train. Next up, Brad plays an assassin in Bullet Train out August 5th. I am ready. You are getting the new and improved me. He currently lives in the Hollywood Hills home he purchased from Elvira, where the reporter notes there are no obvious family photos on display. Brad also confesses he might quit acting and focus more on producing. Do you ever, like, worry the next thing? No, no, not. I mean, I feel pretty privileged and, and, you know, listen, there's a shelf life on this thing. Hopefully we have other things going for us. Quote, I consider myself on my last leg, this last semester or trimester. What is this section going to be? And how do I want to design that? You look at your options and you make the best decision and you carry on. Now let's move on to Brad's one-time 21 Jump Street co-star Johnny Depp. Is his ex Amber Heard in talks to write a multi-million dollar revenge book? You know, I made a lot of mistakes. A lot of mistakes. But I've always told the truth. A source tells E.T. Amber is confident that her side will come out eventually, and she has a plan and strategy to make a comeback over the next year. This was the most humiliating and horrible thing I've ever been through. I have never felt more removed from my own humanity. The tell-all would make sense. Amber is financially strapped. She also has kept a love journal documenting her volatile relationship with Johnny and was frequently seen taking notes in court. As for Johnny, who sported a goatee throughout the trial, he's got a mini makeover. Clean shaven and all smiles, the 59-year-old was spotted greeting, even hugging and kissing fans in Finland. He's currently on a world tour with buddy Jeff Beck. But it seems Johnny is still fighting to save his name. Depp posted that he's been made aware of fake accounts pretending to be me and warned fans to remain cautious. He says, I do not have any private or side accounts on any platforms. Well, meanwhile, the real Nick Cannon has been posting up a storm with his children. Nick's a dad to seven kids and will soon welcome baby number eight, a boy with Brie TAC. Today, I paid Brie a visit to talk about her very unconventional relationship with Nick and their preparations for their baby boy. It's another ET exclusive. Legendary love. Yes, I think it's just, you know, plays into our relationship. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Yeah, excited? I'm so excited. Um, nervous? Of course. <laughs> yeah. This could happen any moment. Now. I mean, it right could now. happen during this yeah. interview. <laughs> Brie, who was due any second, confirmed the pregnancy in January after it was leaked to the press. The news came less than two months after the tragic passing of Nick and Alyssa Scott's five-month-old son, Zen. Some people gave you grief about that announcement. Oh, yeah. How hard was that? Our plan was actually to keep this private until it was it wasn't such a sensitive time. My heart goes out to her, so that was the last thing I wanted to do, um, was hit her while she was down, and him. You know, they're both grieving, so it was it was tough. Uh, do you ever communicate with any of the other ladies? No, um, I respect everyone's, you know, space. At some point, we will. We just don't necessarily need to at the moment. I think no matter what, the kids are going to be super close. You grew up with 
strong women. Very much so. You know, I just was raised on female dominance and independence, and a man is, is not a necessity, he's an accessory. <laughs> <laughs> Bri and Nick have been dating off and on for nearly a decade. They first met on the set of Nick's game show, Wild and Out. Bree actually left Nick in 2017 and married football star Johnny Manziel. So I think that's probably the most interesting part is that at any moment that I say I'm unhappy or maybe, you know what, maybe this isn't for me. I did reconsider it at some point and I did get married and then I knew that really wasn't for me. How did he take that? He was like, okay, I'll be here when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because you guys have had this long-standing relationship, what was his reaction when you told him you were pregnant? He was excited. He was happy. I mean, we it wasn't, you know, an accident or anything. I've actually had a miscarriage, so we, we, we went through some stuff already. I was like, I don't know if maybe, maybe it's me. Obviously, you're good. <laughs> I just wanted to get to the safe period. Could you ever see you two being together permanently? I mean, I plan on being together permanently no matter what. Even if we weren't physically, we will always be together. We will always maintain our relationship. As for where I would go from that, I don't know. <laughs> Another big exclusive ET interview today, Denny Directo with The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Erica Jane, whose legal woes have played out in the public eye. Obviously, last season, horrible. <laughs> just, let's just call it what it was, horrible. I mean, there was a lot of attention on you. This is a lot of cases wrapped up in one, and it's going to take a very long time to sort all of this out. I'm fighting, literally, for my life. To recap, the 50-year-old has been named in several lawsuits alongside her estranged husband, Tom Girardi. He's accused of a multi-million dollar embezzlement scandal used to fuel her lavish lifestyle. In 2020, she filed for divorce a month before he filed for bankruptcy. How do you feel having to constantly defend your actions? It's tiring. You know, but I do work and I get paid, and so there we have it. And again, I'm in a, a long, nasty legal battle. It's expensive to be me. The singer is no stranger to drama, and this season on the show, she's been at odds with fellow housewife Sutton Strack. But in tonight's new episode, the two are actually bonding. I don't want a boy because I don't either. They just want to have a lot of sex. She's on apps. I'm not You're on not an on app. Apps. Well, I'm afraid. Coming off of a 22-year marriage, you know, in a very stormy part of my life. And so to have fun would be really nice right now. So what's next for Erica? The slate has been wiped clean in the sense of the life that I had has been burned to the ground. So I really get to rebuild from ground zero. I'm having a good time. I'm doing new ventures like Pretty Mess Hair. I'm still on reality television, just was in the studio a few days ago. I want to return to the stage. I really honestly am at this place in my life. I could do anything I want. So while Erica moves on, is there drama brewing behind the scenes with the cast of Westworld? Rachel Smith joins us from Madame Tussauds, New York and Times Square. I know she got the scoop. Oh yeah, Kev, I'm getting to the bottom of it. Oh, I hit the premiere for season four with the gang, including Tessa Thompson and Luke Hemsworth, who might just have a brotherly battle on his hands. Tessa's had the opportunity now to work with both you and your brother Chris. Oh yeah. So who would Tessa say is the funnier brother? Come on, come on. <laughs> Definitely not Chris. He's not lying. Well, Luke was I spent time with all of them and and Luke Hemsworth is the funniest one, yes. But I don't compare. They're all beautiful Hemsworthians. Like you need them you need them all.
when are we going to complete the trilogy and have you work with Liam? Maybe when I complete the trifecta, I'll just like vanish into air. Like, I don't no. know. Well, who knows? I'm kind of scared. I want to. <laughs> Liam, I think he's a brilliant actor. I just don't know what will happen to me. Your kind made a sport out of hunting us. As for Tessa and Luke's Westworld co-star, Aaron Paul, he's got two little ones at home and recently showed off his special skill. Well, I have a four, four and a half year old daughter and she was born with a lot of hair. And so I kind of started learning how to braid pretty early on. I love correcting people when they say, oh my God, your mom did such a great job on okay. your hair. And my daughter goes, no, that, my daddy did. And it just makes me so proud. How was it the second time around? He's three months old and he's just the sweetest, most gentle kid. I love him to death. This is a story about a girl. Evan Rachel Wood is also back for season four this Sunday on HBO as a newish character with potentially the same love interest. James Marsden is back. Is he Teddy? Who is he? Is he good? Is he bad? Evan, tell me more. I know. It's like Ross and Rachel. You just are like waiting so desperately Isn't for them it? to make it in their happy ending. You gotta get the fans what they want. So while Evan and James are getting a possible redo, are things over for John Dutton? That's something you can't always predict. Kevin Costner ready to hang up his hat on Yellowstone? I'm gonna end it if it doesn't end. Then our Sly Stallone exclusive. I have a better story than anybody. The wild way he landed his new gangster show. Plus our daytime Emmy spotlight on Eric Martzoff. I'm kind of a big deal. The advice the Days of Our Live star got from Jen Aniston's dad. He said the coolest thing to me. Hey everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show? Even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Uh, I'm, guys, hearing, I'm hearing kids. Guys, can you stop? This is like your first time at work your, with me. Can your you kids please? Are, your kids are right there. Um, Kim K with the take your kids to work day fail. Her son Saint and Psalm with their friend Remy were a funny distraction last night when mom hit the Tonight Show and hooked Jimmy Fallon up with a mini facial. Saint, help me please. Saint. Saint, get over here and help me please. Listen, Jimmy is hilarious. He's also a four-time Emmy winner, but this guy, Days of Our Lives, Eric Martzoff, he's a first-time lead actor nominee at the Daytime Emmys, and our Matt Cohen isn't letting Eric forget about it in this E.T. exclusive. I mean, I don't want to boost your ego, but you're kind of a big deal right now. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> to quote Ron Burgundy. Yeah. I'm kind of a big deal. Take me back to the, when you first got that job. What I do remember is that I was working at Universal Studios right before. I love that. And I was uh, in the Spider-Man stunt show over there. Nice! I was the Green Goblin, and I was on this, uh, this you know, speeder throwing these tennis balls at Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man! Awesome. And all of a sudden I get a call on my Motorola flip phone. You know, yes. the kind of the antenna. Mm -hmm. By the way, it's a great phone. And uh, my agent was like, you're the new Ethan on Passions. I took off my Green Goblin mask and production was like, what's going on? I'm like, I gotta, I gotta be on set tomorrow morning. I'm gonna be on television. Eric still loves daytime. His greatest lesson in gratitude? That came from Jennifer Aniston's dad. John Aniston is my grandfather on Days of Our Lives. He's receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award at this Emmys and he said the coolest thing to me. I had one of those days where I was you know, bitching about the amount of time that we were on set. I was just having one of those days, like, oh, we have a lot to do today, John. And he's like, he's working for a living. Yeah. 
I was like, yeah, you're right. Ain't that the truth? Eric and his day's crew are up for nine Emmys. By the way, Nichelle Turner and I will be hosting the daytime Emmys on CBS this Friday. But coming up, we're behind the scenes of a show that has simply gone to the dogs. Come on, come on, go, go, go. We're with the pampered pooches getting ready for the Westminster Dog Show. Then, Kevin Costner gets personal. I don't like drama in my own life, personally. I don't like it. What's next for Yellowstone? And could Sly Stallone make a cameo? I like the way you roll. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. You know, Taylor has actually told me that he knows how Yellowstone ends. Do you know? No, I don't know how it ends. Would you want to know? Yeah. I'm going to end it if it doesn't end. <laughs> <laughs> how long do you I don't you know, see but I'll go till I'm not interested. Right now we have our foot on the gas, and that feels okay to me. Beth, what the hell are you doing? Now there's a lot of Emmys buzz surrounding the show. What would that recognition mean to you? The idea that it's good, um, that doesn't surprise me at all. The idea that it blew up, that's something you can't always predict. Heading into season five, Kevin and the cast are riding high. Not only are there 14 episodes instead of 10, Cole Hauser, who plays Rip, says the first two episodes are fantastic. One cliffhanger from the end of season four, the relationship between Kevin's John Dutton and his adopted son. What would you want to see happen with Jamie? Could you see him falling in good graces with John again? Probably the show would end. <laughs> you know, there'd be nothing to play against. I don't like drama in my own life, personally. I don't Especially like it. You know, some people seem to thrive yeah. on drama. I don't, I don't really like it. So my dysfunctional family really disturbs me. Uh, I can walk away from it. Yellowstone returns November 13th on the Paramount Network. Also premiering that day, another new show from Taylor Sheridan, Tulsa King starring Sylvester Stallone. Sly plays a mobster who, after getting out of prison, gets sent to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa, I want you to go there. This is a joke. Well, I've always wanted to play a gangster, but it never happened. Better late than never. You have nearly 100 acting credits to your name. Do you want to keep continuing the TV train now? It's... <laughs> yes, I do. With this, I didn't realize how tough it is. It's the equivalent the schedule of doing five movies back to back with no break. It's a bullet train, so it takes a toll. So as long as the family's happy, the wife is happy, the kids are still talking to me, <laughs> it's all good. And speaking of Sly's daughters, they were part of the reason he first met Taylor Sheridan at a barn years ago. 
I have a better story than anybody. We ended up buying my horse, my daughter's horse. Then he bought a second one. And so I knew him at the earliest inception of his transition into being this megastar. Could we see you maybe pop up in any of his other projects? Because I feel like Yellowstone could use a gangster to shake up some things with the Duttons. I like the way you roll. I've known Kevin for like centuries too. That'd be great. Good man. Now that is a TV duo I would love to see. Well, while Cassie's been in London, I've been here in New York on one rough assignment. Tonight's the last night of the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show, and we got all the canine tea on the Oscars for dogs. We have dogs from 49 states and nine other countries, almost 3,200 dogs in the dog show alone. Generally, if someone wins Best in Show, the dog is retired from showing because there's really nowhere else to go. Retire, quit while you're ahead. The grand prize here at the 146th annual Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show at the Lyndhurst Estate is not money, but prestige. What happens behind the scenes? Lots and lots of pampering. How long does it take you to brush this? A uh, good three hours. Mm -hmm. You want them wider in the rear than in the front. Cooper got back, that's yeah. for sure. If you picture Cooper as a celebrity, who would that celebrity be? Bradley Cooper. Oh! <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, totally out there. He goes to his own beat. All right. I think Brad Pitt. Ooh. I think McGuire would be Brad Pitt. And her name again? Saida Minmuti von Hausmann. That's her name? Yeah. <laughs> I need to give me the abbreviated version, honey, because I ain't remembering that. Saida's got a hair dryer, a flat iron. Honey, high maintenance. I mean. <laughs> Best in Show airs tonight on Fox Sports, but today's big winner, me. Give me that face. Give me that face. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Oh, wow. Right in the mouth, folks. Oh, that was such a sloppy kiss, but so much fun. And the puppy love continues right here on ET tomorrow. We are going to be with Best in Show. But straight ahead, you'll meet one of the most famous sideline reporters who isn't even human. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The ET podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Tomorrow we're with Chris Pratt, his new role with brother-in-law Patrick Schwarzenegger. Plus, Matthew Morrison exited So You Think You Can Dance, but is JoJo Siwa next? Her surprising new gig. But before we go, I want you to check out the tiniest guest commentator at the Westminster Dog Show. That is viral sensation Marcel the Shell, voiced by Jenny Slate. Now, the comedian's 2010 documentary, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, is now a feature length film out Friday. And Jenny tells us her dog show commentary, it just simply came naturally. Good night, everybody. It was so funny to us. He has so many questions and so much to say about the dogs, and I'm looking forward to everyone <laughs> seeing that. Bloodhound? That's just, that's such a scary sounding name. I mean, if I were to name this dog, I would just call him Velvet Wrinklehound. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. One. 
two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.